Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. finally here, football season. But do you know what this season is about? No? Well, let me walk you through it. This is more than the end of summer and the start of fall. This is what was built in the heat of July and August. This is weights, sprints, drills, blocks, and tackles. It's X's and O's, game film, scout team, and first team. This is the drive to be better, to prove something to all those doubters. This is the past, present, and future. It's the memories of Moss, Gigging, and Sapness, and the dreams of the greats to come. This is the Central League in Delaware County. This is Newtown Square, Marple, and Broomall, united. This is the Tiger Roar, Friday Night Lights. It's Shelly Strong. It's the cheerleaders, the alumni, teachers, and the student section. What do they call themselves again? Oh, yeah, the jungle. But most of all, this is the orange and black. This is Marple Newtown football. This is family. And family is everything. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and enjoy. This is 2015 Marple Newtown football. Five, four, three, two, one. in motion. It's a handoff to him. Far side. He's going to look to throw. Throws back. It's going to be intercepted. Middle of the field by Marple Newtown. That's Carmen Christiana. Another turnover for him and he brings it inside the 40 to the 39 yard line for Marple Newtown. We'll see what they do here back on defense. Wiggle to return. Fake. Faked. Up the middle goes Spring. There's Marple Newtown. It's 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 Christiana up the middle. Across the 50 and down to the 46 yard line. Carmen Christiana on the fake punt. And Marple Newtown into Springfield territory. Marple Newtown weathers the Hawk. Passes down the sidelines. Hawk breaking tackles. Fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. What an excellent job by Abel Hawk. Out of the eye. It's a handoff to Sapness. He runs behind his blocker. Good patience. Across the 30. Across the 40. Across the 50. One man to beat. Across the 35. On his feet. Nearly tripped up. There he goes. Adrian Sapness. Touchdown. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing? That's oozing out your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? Got a secret side and play inside. Jonic, three wide receivers. Looking, looking. Pressure, ball comes out. Ball comes out. Scoop and score for Marple Newtown. Scoop and score for number 53 of Marple Newtown, Kyle Kelly. Runners under center again now at midfield. 5.44 to go. He's looking, looking. He's going to throw slant route to Abel Hoff. Makes the catch at the 40. He's inside. He's going to break away across the 20. Can one man to beat? He stays on his feet. Touchdown. Kennard tried to tackle at the 5 and couldn't get both legs. And Hoff is in for a touchdown. Yep. It's a handoff to Sapness. Looking for a hole. He bounces to the outside after initial contact. A few more yards after initial contact. Still going. Breaks free. He's got the first down. 
15, he's got the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Adrian Sappers and the Tigers. Wow, what running by Adrian Sappers. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Bloomar Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line. Here is Eric DePentima, Jim Alsman, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. The Marple Newtown Tigers are off to their best start in school history since 1977. Currently, the Tigers stand on top of the Central League with an undefeated 5-0 record. This is a result of a stout defense and a dynamic offense led by sophomore quarterback Anthony Paoletti. Standing their way tonight are the Springfield Cougars, who are one year removed from playing in the PIAA District 1 3A Championship game. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Central League matchup between the Marple Newtown Tigers and the Springfield Cougars on the campus of Springfield High School located in Springfield, Pennsylvania. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentima, and executive producer Jim Olsman, who is nice and cozy in the booth, Steve, as we are here outside, man of the people. Yeah, we're out on the bleachers tonight, a little tight in the booth, but uh, it looked like it's going to stop raining here for kickoff, the 7th, 7.30 kickoff tonight due to some lightning, pushed back a half hour, so both teams are out here warming up now, ready to go. The Cougars are faced with a 2-3 and three record, trying to claw back their way into the playoff hunt and avoid their fourth Central League loss. How can the Cougars do that tonight, Steve? Well, as you talked about, last year they're coming off a uh, Central League title, 12-1 and loss in the district finals to Great Valley. They have a little slow start this year, losing to Radnor, Garnet Valley, and Ridley. They're hungry. At 2-3, and three, after last year's success, they are hungry tonight to knock off not only Marple Newtown, an undefeated Marple Newtown coming into their house. So look for them to rely on some uh, key seniors in um, Sella, their offensive tackle, Sterling, their linebacker, and Temple-bound Archambong the powerful defensive end and uh, tight end slash split end, which they'll use a lot. But those guys have to fill in uh, tonight to have some success against Marple Newtown. Along the sidelines is Eric DePentima. Now, Eric, it is a grass field here at Springfield. What can you say about the field conditions? I just uh, walked across the field about 10 minutes ago from Marple's side all the way over to the Springfield. The 50-yard line seems to be very muddy right now across that dimension, but um, the 20-yard line inside the red zones aren't too bad yet. I expect uh, the field to get a little bit muddy as the game goes on. Uh, but right now it's not raining, and it's not bad right now. 
Thank you, Eric. As Garner Valley got the best of Springfield with a 34-18 to loss last week. But something that I found doing research, Steve, what I thought very interesting, Marple Newtown has not defeated the Cougars since 2009. Yeah, and I didn't know that. I saw that earlier today. Um, and it's, you know, that's... About six years uh, without defeating more, without defeating Springfield, and you play them every year. It's not like they're four and you skip some years. So that's six years that they've defeated Marple Newtown Row. So even though Springfield comes in here hungry at two and three against the undefeated Marple team, I know in the back of Coach Kicking's mind and these players, they want to get them back, especially these seniors who have yet to beat them. All-time Springfield has a commanding 24, uh, 54 to 24 and three record over the Tigers. So commanding lead by the Cougars, but tonight. Something to keep an eye on. They have the Temple commit, Dan Archibong, big number 88, as he will be one of my keys to the game later, Steve. But what should we keep an eye on for the Marple Newtown offense? Well, for Marple Newtown, um, you, you got to watch, of course, it's wet conditions. Last week against Lower Marion at home, it was wet conditions. This week, a little bit worse because of the mud on the field. It's a grass field opposed to turf. So watch for the ball carriers and the quarterback, Anthony Paletti, with those exchanges. And there's also the center, uh, Ryan Rhodes. To Paoletti, you got to keep a keep, keep an eye on that. Um, you know, it's been, it was dry all week; it hasn't rained, so you couldn't practice. You know, any wet conditions mm-hmm. today. It's the first day it's raining since last week, so they have to be prepared of securing that snap, securing that handoff before you go further than that. Uh, but my real key to the game is Marple Newtown special teams. They've been stellar on offense and defense all year. And besides Lambritios and the punter, uh, Riley Philman, we haven't seen much out of this Marple Newtown special teams. And you can credit that to that the opposing mm-hmm. team kicking away from Hoff. They're trying to keep away right. from Hoff. If you're smart, you're going to keep it away. I expect someone, whether it's Hoff or someone else, to step up in special teams, whether it's a big run to set up a good field position or whether they break something for a touchdown. Keep an eye on that, on that tonight. Especially with the field conditions, one of my keys to the game is third down. Third down conversions. Marple Newtown holding their opponents at 25% while confer- converting on 45 for their own. And one of the things I saw on film, Steve, I don't know if you saw it, was the ability to get to the outside. And it looks like Springfield wasn't able to keep the edges. Marple Newtown is going to try and utilize that tonight as Abel Hoff has 10 touchdowns through five games. Yeah, Abel Hoff, you said 702 all-purpose yard, leading receiver in Delaware County, picking up where he left off last year after breaking the single-season Delaware County record. But he can do it on the ground and in the air. Je- watch those jet sweeps tonight if you're Marple Newtown. You said not very well defending the edge, you know, as we've seen in some games. But also on the other side, they can run that jet sweep with sophomore Kyle Long, that running back. He is a speedster. We've seen Marple Newtown so far through five games, only allowing six points a game, which is ranked, you know, in the top ten in the state of PA in, in Class 3A. So watch Marple Newtown. I'm interested to see Noah Turner and the other defensive guy, Kyle Kelly, uh, on their edge defense that they've been so stellar all year. But Kyle Long can break them from those jet sweeps if he can get outside. We're going to kick it to executive producer Jim Olsman. Dave and Steve, Eric, and our listeners, welcome. I wanted to provide a little update uh, to our listeners uh, in concern to the weather out here. And You know, it's uh, a front that moved through very quickly. It's all clear now and uh, smooth sailing behind this front. It's, uh was moving directly east as Dave and I were watching this uh, on the radar pregame. 
Now it's kind of moving a little southeast, but uh, we're smooth sailing from here on out, so good thing for both of you in front of the booth, Eric, uh, on Marble Newtown sideline, and uh, if anything, we're going to get a little bit of mist. I know there's some games that will be starting locally 8 o'clock, so uh, we'll be getting underway here in a few moments. Steve and Dave. Thank you, Jim, with that weather update. As Marple Newtown, something to keep an eye on. Anthony Paoletti looks like the number one quarterback for the Tigers. He is the threat to run it with his legs or with his arm, throwing for eight touchdowns, also at 33 carries for 88 yards. Yeah, and he's coming off his best performance of the year, going 20 for 33, 219 yards, and three touchdowns last week in the 40 to nothing victory over Lower Marion. A history making day last week with Marple Newtown 5 0 for the first time since 1970. But the real story of this team, I think, is this defense. As I said, only allowing six points per game this season. Two shutouts. Haven't allowed a fourth-quarter touchdown. And they forced 13 turnovers so far. If they want to continue success, continue this unbeaten record, this defense has to come ready to play tonight. Very stout defense. Gino DiCamillo, the senior, leading the team with tackles with 35. But a player to keep an eye on is Noah Turner. He has nine and a half tackles for a loss. That has to rank among one of the tops in the Central league. Yeah, he's a complete animal out there. Again, a three-year starter, does it each week, whether he's setting the edge, forcing plays inside for the linebackers to make it, or if he's chasing down the quarterback or a runner in the back. As you said, a bunch of tackles for loss, three and a half sacks. Uh, he is a force to be reckoned with on the defensive end uh, for Marple Newtown. I expect him to continue his success tonight. For the Cougars, they are led by their junior quarterback, Brandon DiCiaccio, who threw for one touchdown in 27 attempts last week against Garner Valley. Wasn't their best performance, but they had turnovers, which led the points. Yeah, and again, talk about turnovers. So we talked about Marple Newtown. I'm the control of the ball. Same thing with Springfield. The Chacho, he's a first year starter, taking over for Brian Allen, the old Delco last year on their Central League title team. Um, he's got to, as a first year starter, it's just like Pele, secure the ball. Don't make stupid mistakes, especially turnovers. I know it's wet out there, but you have to really focus on getting those exchanges from the center and those handoffs to the running backs. And I expect to see uh, clean football tonight if they can do that. Defensively, who can Marble Newtown key on? We already talked about the Temple-bound Dan Archibong, but also you said Ricky Sterling right in the middle. Yeah, Ricky Sterling and, um, as I said, Kyle Long as well. Um, he's going to be a, he's a speedster on offense. Uh, he can get those edges on those jet sweeps. He can run the ball pretty well, uh, but... And Sterling on defense is a force. He played alongside all Delco Player of the Year, Adam Crowder, last year. He's taking over for that role, and he's doing a good job so far this season. Captains go to the 50-yard line for the coin toss. Captains for Springfield, number 51, Matt Sella. Number 7 of the Cougars, that is Brett Sharan. Number 88, Big Dan Archibong, and 32, Ricky Sterling. For the Tigers, they are brought out by number... That's trainer on the outside, Gino DiCamello, in addition to two other Tigers, which I can't see right now, Steve. Looks like McKee and Kelly are the other two Tigers out on the coin toss. Yeah, that's that's correct, fellas. There are five captains on the Tigers this year, including Abel Hoff and Marcus Weathers. So they have a lot of senior leadership. Yes, they do. It's a, se- it's a senior-heavy team. A lot of these guys played as sophomores. They played here two years ago. Almost knocked off uh, Springfield. And all these guys remember that game. Again, they have in the back of their head six years straight. They have not defeated Springfield. And the only thing standing in a 6-0 and record for Marple Newtown is the Cougars. And they're ready to go tonight. Marple Newtown will receive to begin this game. 
We are going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back to Springfield, Pennsylvania, home where the Springfield Cougars, Marple Newtown, will receive to begin this game. Something to keep an eye on, Abel Hall, very dynamic player in the Central League. Yes, he is. We talked about 10 touchdowns so far, leading the uh, Delaware County in receiving both yards and catches and touchdowns. Even with these slip, uh, slick playing conditions on this grass field, expect him to have another big game again on those short stop routes, those swing passes, hammer screens, whatnot. I expect him to have a big game as he struts out to the field right now to return the opening kickoff. Abelhoff is the deep back. Returning for the Tigers. Back to receive it with him is number six. That's Tehran Johnson, the sophomore. Kicking off for the Cougars will be number 42, Jack Corey. He's a sophomore. And a lot of people think Marple Newtown loves the pass ball, the pass ball. They've been very balanced this year. 11 passing touchdowns, eight with 896 total yards passing, and then 10 rushing touchdowns, 641 rushing yards. So if you look at those stats, they've been pretty balanced so far this season. Something I saw, a lot of teams are kicking it away from Abelhoff. So they moved Marcus Weathers up. He's going to be the man right in front of Abelhoff to try and get this kick. Corey gets a signal. He's going to kick it deep. It's going to be all the way taken, dropped by Tehran Johnson. That's going to be at the 12-yard line. He's going to take it to the right side, and he's going to be swallowed up at the 19. Tehran comes onto the field. I expect a lot out of this offensive line tonight. we got Rhodes, McKee, Carr, and the two tackles, Lazowicki and Kelly, as well as the two tight ends. Uh, Noah Turner and Justin McEwen, they have to impose their will tonight on this 
Springfield defensive line. Sophomore quarterback comes out with 11.54 on the clock. Ball is spotted on the 17-yard line. Tigers go shotgun formation. They put Marcus Weathers in motion. Handoff is going to be up to gut. I believe that's Fallows, but he is stuffed at the line. Yep. Looks like he's met by number 33 of Springfield, Nick Gorman. Looks like just try to go off tackle there. They put Marcus Weathers in motion behind the back, but a good job by the Springfield defense to stop him for a one-yard gain. Marble Newtown checking in and out. A lot of substitutions early on in this game. Second down and nine for the Tigers. Three wide receiver set. Abel Hoff in the slot. It's going to be a play action. Paoletti is going to be sacked in the backfield. That is big number 88, Dan Archibong. Good pass coverage there by Springfield. As Paoletti tries to buy some time, steps up and gets sacked. That's a coverage sack there, but Dan Archibong does a good job of fighting through that line and getting the sack. Big third down and 13 here for Marple Newtown. It's going to be a loss of four, but he is all of 6'6", 250, Steve. Yep, and there's a big reason why he's going to Temple. He has size and skill, and he is a force on that D-line. Paoletti comes out, four wide receiver set. He's going to be looking to his left. He's going to launch it down the field. Intended for Abel Hoff. They're going to wave it off. Incomplete. Good pass coverage by number six. That's Pupio. Pupio makes a good break on the ball there. Looked like Hoff was going to make a spectacular catch there. But Pupio does a good job of getting it out of his hands, bringing up fourth down. So Marple Newtown three and out to start this game. Riley filming back to punt this one away for the Tigers. We saw him pregame. He was launching them 50 yards down the field. Yeah, he was kicking them from the 40-yard line going out of bounds. So as long as he can get good footing on this one, he can boot it. Fourth down and 13. Riley gets the punt. It is clean. He boots this one away. It is a high spiral back to for Shereen. He's going to pick it up at the 40, but he is going to be tripped up. That's a great play along the sidelines. Ball's going to be spotted on the 45 to begin this drive. Well, he talked about special teams before the game. That's a big special teams play there if you're Marple Newtown. Starting three and out. You have a lot of momentum with your Springfield, but Filming does a great job with an excellent punt and great coverage there by Marple. The Cougars come out led by junior quarterback Brandon DiCiaccio. 10-14 on the clock to begin this drive. What can we expect the Cougars to do early? Well, again, they, they don't, they're not afraid to throw the ball. DiCiaccio's doing a good job taking over Brian Allen from last year. Uh, he's a junior, and he has already five games under his belt, so don't be surprised they put it in the air. Pistol formation, three wide receiver set. It's going to be a handoff up the gut, but it's only going to be a pickup of two. Looked like Matt McKee was in there on the tackle for Marple Newtown. Springfield comes out of pistol formation, hands it off. Gets a couple yards on first down. Shevlin kicks up to the sophomore running back. Springfield comes to the line of scrimmage, pistol formation. Three wide receiver set. Archibong as the up back. It's going to be a handoff to Shereen, and he is whacked in the backfield. 
Big Luke Lazowicki, the 300-pound defensive tackle, fights through the line of scrimmage and just swallows up the ball carrier. Excellent job for this Marpanoo Town defense, which has been so stellar all season long. They continue it here on the first drive. That's going to push it back to third down and 11 for the Cougars. Pistol formation, four wide receiver set. The Chachios looking to his left. He's going to throw it to his running back. And Gino DiCamello is going to whack him at the line of scrimmage. Shereen on the on the reception, but it's only going to pick up a yard. And out comes the punt squad. Good coverage uh, down the field by Marple Newtown Secondary. As Chacho finds his man in this flat. But Gino DiCamello does a good job of making a break on the ball and bringing him down immediately. Fourth down. Springfield's number three. That's Davis. Punts this one away. It's going to be a high punt. It's going to take a Cougar bounce. And it's going to be stopped in about the 16-yard line. So a good punt. Back up Marple Newtown, their own territory. I, if, you know, you're a fan tonight. Expect a lot of punts early in this game as both teams test out this field, try to get their footing down. We've seen two punts early so far, two three and outs as the defenses have come ready to play so far. We're going to send it down to our sideline reporter, Eric. What have you seen so far? Well, kind of like what uh, Steve just said, <laughs> two punts. Each team went up. All right, seems to be some interference. Paoletti comes out, three wide receiver, puts Marcus Weathers. He's going to roll to his left. He is going to complete it. He's going to call it. It's going to be a drop by Marcus Weathers along the sidelines. So they fake the handoff there on a little boot. Play action to the left side. Paoletti tries to find Weathers in the flat. I'm not sure if he dropped or if he was out of bounds, but nonetheless incomplete, bringing up second down and ten. Marble Newtown, 8-19 early in this first quarter. Marple Newtown came out throwing on three of their plays. They were sacked by Dan Archibong on the first drive that stalled a come-out play action early on. This time they're coming out four, three wide receiver set. It's going to be a play action and throw to the flat. It's going to be dropped by Marcus Weathers once again. Weathers could have hauled that in. It would have been a first down and some more for Marble. Just, again, that ball is slick as they're trying to switch balls in and out on the Springfield sideline to try to dry him off. But um, just a case of the ball being a little too wet for Weathers to handle. But if he would have hauled that in, it would have been a first down, much needed first down for Marple. And they're conservative throws. They were one in the flat. The one was rolling out to off the play action. So they're not like they're going down the field. No, they're not afraid to throw in this kind of weather. They're trying to keep this defense honest. Four wide receiver set for Paoletti. He's going to be, a ball's going to be dropped. He's going to take it and run with it, and he is going to be flipped at the line of scrimmage, but there is a flag down on the field. Nick Gorman in on the tackle. Paoletti goes airborne, trying to pick up some more yards there, but looks like in the vicinity of a hold. And I expect Springfield to decline this one. It is holding on the Tigers. Penalty will be declined. And out comes Riley Filman for his second punt of the night. 
So I believe this is the first time all season Marple's gone consecutive two and outs. I could be wrong, uh, but they're going to have to punt this away to Springfield. And in a game like this where you see a lot of three and outs, expect a big play, whether it's on defense or special teams, to break one of these teams loose. Back to return this for the Cougars is Shireen and Pupio. It is a clean snap. Philman boots this one. It is a high kick. It's going to be returnable. It's going to be dropped. It is dropping. It appears that the Pupio jumped back on it for the Cougars. Fortunate break there for Springfield. As that's a high punt. I'm surprised they didn't call a fair catch, but it goes through him. Going to be fumbled, and uh, they do hop back on it. So. Fortunate for Springfield, they will come back on offense for the second time tonight. They will set up in Marple Newtown territory. Ball spotted on the 46-yard line with 7.46 on the clock. DiCiaccio comes out, pistol formation once again. Archibald the up back with, with his running back shoveling. It's going to be a handoff up the gut, but he is going to be stopped after a gain of one. 55. Gino DiCamillo and Kyle Kelly in on the stop for the Tigers. The Czechio comes out. Pistol formation once again. Three wide receiver set. Shoveling's the deep back. It's going to be a handoff up to Gotten. He has some running room. He's going to pick up the first down and more. He's going to be stopped by number six. That's Johnson of the Tigers. Springfield offensive line does a good job at creating a hole there for Shovelin as he finds some room up the middle and is finally brought down by number six, Tayron Johnson, but not before a Cougar first down. Ball will be spotted on the 30-yard line. Pistol formation once again. It's going to be a handoff, this time off left tackle, and he's going to be a pickup of three. Wazawicki this time in on the tackle. Good for five yards. So two big gains there, about a 12-yard gain now, a five-yard gain, back-to-back for Springfield as they get the first first down of the game. Shoveling a lot of misdirection early on for DiCiaccio. Three wide receiver set, pistol formation. It's going to be a read option. It's going to go right up the gut for Shovelin, but he is going to be met by a group of Tigers. He runs into a brick wall. Lazowicki again imposes his will up the middle and brings down Shovelin. It's going to bring up third down here. Crucial third down. Third down and four on the 24-yard line. You have to think this is four-down territory. Yeah, without a doubt. This is four-down territory for Springfield. Pistol formation. It's going to be trips to the far side. One wide receiver in Shireen on the near side. They put shoveling in motion. It's going to be a pass to the outside. And it is almost intercepted. It is intercepted. Abelhoff got his hands on it. Steve, did you see who came down with it? Not sure who came down with it, but it looked like McKee did. McKee came down. It looked like Abelhoff. Abelhoff was able to get his hands on that. He was gone the other way. But nonetheless, he tips it in the air and... 
Number 52, Matt McKee with a heads-up play, holding that in. And that's important because that would have brought up fourth down and five. They would have went for it. You never know what's going to happen. So a big turnover there, just what this Tigers defense needed. 14th turnover of the season. Abelhoff almost jumped in and picked six. Instead, the linebacker picked it off. This time, Abelhoff will go in motion. Three wide receiver set. It's going to be a swing pass to Abel on the outside. Makes the juke move, and it's going to be almost a first down. And he's brought down by number 33, Nick Gorman. So they put Hoff in motion to the right side of the formation. A little swing pass out to him. And he's just short, inches short of a first down as he's so quick, even on these field conditions. It looks like they're going to measure it here. They're going to measure it. They're going to give him a first down. So the swing pass goes for 10 yards for Abel Hoff, who looks like they're going to feed him the ball early in this game. Again, you find different ways to get to him, whether he's in the backfield getting a handoff, swing passes, or if he's you know running curl routes, slants, any way to get your playmaker the ball, Marple Newtown will. Checking out is Chris Rufo. Checking in for the Tigers is Noah Turner. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. Handoff is going to go to Fallis off the left side, and he is going to be swarmed by three Cougars about a yard or two. Like Ricky Sterling, the outstanding middle linebacker, comes in and makes a nice play on the ball. They just said Fallis takes it for about one yard on a second carry of the game. It's going to be a pickup of one, setting up second down and nine with five minutes to go early in this first quarter. Tigers coming out, shotgun formation. Mike. Four wide receiver set. Paoletti's looking to his left. He's going to throw that way. It's going to be too tall for Abel Hoff, but there is a flag thrown. It's going to be holding. Looks like they got Archambon coming off the edge, just grabbing the bin. It looked like the ball kind of slipped out of Paoletti's hand, just sailed over Hoff's head right at the first down marker. We'll see if the Cougars, the, the Cougars do decide to accept this penalty and back up the Tigers. So early on, Steve, what do you do if you're offensive coordinator in this situation? I keep doing what you're doing. I like how they're getting able to hop the ball and those little swing routes. Uh, you know, change it up. Maybe run the ball here and there. But, you know, if you're Marple Newtown, you've got to stick to your game plan. Uh, just a couple drops here and there is a difference for them getting a few first downs. But they, if they can't score here, at least gain some yards, try to flip field position. Cause Springfield has great field position so far. Second down and 25 after the holding call. Paoletti comes out. He's going to throw over the middle of the field. It is going to be caught, but he is going to be whacked over the middle. It's going to be almost a pick above 10. Good job by Pele to roll outside the pocket and find Tyler Kostak, number two, in the middle of the field. He holds it in. That's a good second down and long play, so it makes it a more manageable third down. It's still third and long, but uh, good job on second down by the Tigers. Like you said, they pick up half the yards back. It's going to be third down and 14 for the Tigers. Shotgun formation, four wide receiver set. Marple Newtown will burn a timeout with 4.08 remaining. It's 0-0 here at Springfield. We're going to take a timeout. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. 
They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The MyWay staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing MyWay Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Welcome you back. Zero, zero here at Springfield High School in Springfield, Pennsylvania. It's going to be third down and 13 from the 26-yard line. Bailetti comes out. Empty backfield. Five wide receivers set. He's looking to his right. He's going to throw over the middle. Nearly intercepted by number 44 of the Cougars. That is, that's Thomas Becker. That is going to be the senior middle linebacker. And Pele tried to find Marcus Weathers on the seam, down the seam. Uh, Marcus didn't turn around in time, and it was almost intercepted. But a good job on defense by Springfield, bringing up another fourth down and long for Marpa as they're going to have to punt. Third down, third punt of the game for the Tigers. Philman <laughs> back to punt this away. Shireen and Pupio back to return. It's a clean punt, nearly blocked, but it's going to be a flag in the punter. It could be roughing the kicker would be an automatic first down, Steve. Eric, did you get a good view of that? It's going to be a rough in the kicker. It's going to give Marple Newtown a first down, Steve. Yep, not sure what happened on the tail end of that, but if you don't give the kicker a spot to land, they're going to throw that flag every time, and there's no five-yard flag, no running into the kicker. It's always roughing, and that's a big break for Marple Newtown as they're going to get 15 yards tacked on. And... It's a big call early on in this game, Steve. Automatic first down. So you have fourth and long, punting to the third time tonight, giving Springfield a great field position again to your ball back on a 15-yard roughing the kicker penalty. So, Marple Newtown will take over a 356 on the 42-yard line. Marple must capitalize here after that big penalty. Three wider set. Abel Hoff the deep back. They're going to put Abel in motion. It's going to be a fake, a jet sweep, and Paoletti's going to keep it and dive up the middle. He got a yard, not much, though. And he's like a Mack truck coming through that line. He's not afraid to just lower his shoulder and get as many yards as he can. He just said, a little miscommunication in the backfield, and he just tucks in, doesn't try to force anything, picks up about a yard. It looked like they wanted to do the jet sweep of Abel Hoff, but he was already past the tackle when he snapped it. That could be a timing issue. That, there's a, not a lot of timing in that uh, jet sweep, but again, you don't know with these feeling conditions that can mess it up sometimes. Pistol formation. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff off the far side. It's going to be Marlon Weathers, the freshman, nearly picking up the first down. Great run there by Weathers. Marlon this time with Pat Carr, the guard, as his lead blocker. And Brings up third down and one. 
one. Go third down and one. So a, a great pickup of eight yards by the freshman. He keeps on moving those feet close to a first down. Checking in for the Tigers is number 16. Cameron Mathis, the junior. Checking out is Marcus Weathers. Tyler Kosak is going to be the four wide receiver. Paoletti's going to go down under center. He's going to do a quarterback sneak, and it's going to depend on the spot, Steve. We're going to give it to him. Great push up front by the Tigers. When you have a big quarterback like Paoletti, it helps as he turns those, those big legs for just enough for another Tiger first down. So the Tigers are moving here just what they needed. Paoletti took that quarterback sneak, but in addition, they put Abel Hoff on the far side, maybe trying to throw a, direct, uh, a distraction. Yeah, whatever you can do to throw off the defense. But when you see the Tigers go double tight there, Paoletti under center, expect that QB sneak. Three wide receivers set. Mathis, the four wide receiver, they're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. Ball's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers off the left side. He has a block. He's going to be picking up the first. They're going to mark him down. It's going to be almost the first down. But what a great job early on by the freshman. His second carry for another big gain as he's just shifting his body, finding some holes behind that offensive line. So good job so far for Marlon Weathers. Great job by the young fella. It's going to be a nine-yard carry, second down and one. Marble Newtown is in Springfield territory. Ball spotted on the 38. Trips formation to the far side. They put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Marlin this time right off tackle. He's going to pick up the first down. He's going to make a juke move. He's going to go all the way down almost to the 30. He is making some moves early on. Yeah, he's creating lanes on, on his own. Tringle's doing a good job. Uh, you know, coming up to the ball and making it tough for the running back. But Marlon Weathers is very shifty. He goes off tackle to the right side, picks up another Tiger first down. As this offense is now rolling here late in the first quarter. And he's the freshman, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to have him for three more years. He is a spectacular player. Paletti comes out. Pistol formation trips to the near side. Marcus Weather goes in motion. Ball is going to be handed to Marlon. This time he's going to bounce it outside. He's going to cut it back inside. Ball's going to be spotted on the 30. It's going to be a two-yard game as there is 40 seconds remaining in this first quarter. And keep feeding the beast. Marlon Weathers for his fourth carry in a row. And he's so shifty. I mean, he doesn't see a hole. He bounced the outside, but then he cuts it back in. I mean, he's just not going to look for the outside all the time. Gentlemen, 12th play coming up of this drive. 51 yards so far. 51 yards, second down and eight. 20 second, seconds remaining in this first quarter. Paoletti comes out, pistol formation. Marlon Weathers, the deep back. They're going to put Marcus Weathers, his brother, in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon. This time he's going off right tackle. He's going to be gobbled up after a gain of two. Yep, so good job by the Springfield defense. It'll be the end of the quarter. Coach Kicking's going to have some time to go over this third down play. We'll do it here. It is a tie ball game, 0-0. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment. Where you can find good help, You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, 
Call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back. Marble Newtown It's going to be third down and seven. Begin this. We're going to send it down to the sidelines. Eric, what have you seen in this first quarter? I saw a lot of punts and just a lot of de- teams. We're having some technical difficulties. Third down and seven, Steve. What do you What do you think you do? Well, I expect Marple Newtown to go to the air here again. Watch Abel Hoff. Like to send him in motion sometimes, maybe on that swing pass they did earlier in the game. Get him in open space and get guys like Rufo and Marcus Weathers to block in front of him. See if they can pick up the first down that way. Main man on this drive is Marlon Weathers, the freshman running back. Paoletti, pistol formation. It's going to be a swing pass to the outside. And Abel Hoff, who's going to fight. He's going to pick up a pickup of two, but it's going to be short of the first down. Just what they, I thought they'd do. Coaching goes to that play. This time he doesn't put um, Hoff in motion. He puts Weathers in motion. little distraction for the defense. They throw it out to Hoff as he stopped for just a two-yard gain. So a big fourth down and five here for Marple. As they're deciding on what to do here. Looks, Looks like, like they are going to go for it, fellas. Interesting call early on. Deciding to go for it. Fourth down and five in this second quarter. It is a tie ball game, 0-0. This is that sweet spot that we often hear Steve refer to. Paletti comes out. Three wide receiver set. And Marple Newtown will take their second timeout. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. We welcome you back. Fourth down and five. Coach Kicking wanted to talk about a burning a second timeout. Yeah, good timeout there. They already threw two, two timeouts early in the second quarter, but they're good timeouts here. You need to pick up the first down here on fourth and five. Let's see what they come out here. Paletti comes out. Four wide receiver set. Weathers is on Paletti's right hip. Paletti's looking to his left. He's going to roll. He's going to come back. He's going to throw it down the middle. Incomplete intended for the senior, Marcus Weathers. Good pressure and good coverage there by Springfield's defense. Paletti rolls out to his left, plants his foot, and sees Weathers streaking across right in front of the end zone. Just couldn't get a good grip on that ball. Again, wet playing conditions here today at Springfield. and Just incomplete. 
So turnover on downs for Marlboro Newtown. Springfield will take over here for the fourth time tonight. Turnover on down. Springfield takes over. Ball is spotted on the 27-yard line with 11.48 here in the second quarter. But a big thing here, although Marlboro Newtown that score, they march down the field and they flip field position. Springfield's going to start with some poor field position, or I should say not as good field position as they have on the previous drives. The Chaggio comes out. Pistol formation. Three wide receiver set. It's going to be a handoff to Shireen off the left side, but he's going to be met by a group of Tigers. Good initial push by Springfield offensive line, but Marlboro Newtown does a good job of keeping him contained for a few yards. Looks like Noah Turner and Justin McEwen in on the tackle for Marple. With that handoff, it was number 35, Dwayne Snipes, the first action of tonight's game. The Chachu comes out, same formation. It's going to be a throw out to the far side. That's going to be complete, but there is going to be a flag on the play. It's going to be tackled by number two. That's Kostak. Interesting if they call a personal foul here. It was a crack block. I'm not sure if they're legal or not. You know, rules have changed the past couple of years. They might get them on a personal foul. But a good tackle nonetheless there by Marple Newtown. I believe Kostak came up and made a nice open field tackle because if he gets past Kostak, he's a lot of green in front of him. That pitching catch was complete to number 31. That's Kyle Long. And as the rest continue to have a group discussion, that was an interesting play call because he had man-to-man on the outside. If he breaks free, he's almost gone. Yeah, and Costa did a good job breaking down his body and making a play. And They're going to huddle together here, try to make a call. And I believe it's going to – they threw that flag on that on that big hit. Marcus Weathers got leveled. I'm not sure if it's considered defensive player or not. Um, but it looks like that they might be talking about an illegal pick here, fellas. Offensive pass interference. That has been an e- And that's an right, emphasis. because if the ball's in the air, and now they're going to pick it up. As Marple Newtown's coaching staff is not happy. Yeah. And thankfully I have this mute button here in the booth, fellas. And that is a case where, you know, the ball's going to be picked up. The ball's in the air. That's an illegal pick. That's a good call by uh, executive producer Jim Osman. But if the ball's not in the air, it's legal. Hard to tell. You know, we don't have instant replay. But the refs come together for a long time there. Kind of weird what just happened here. But um, with the whole timing issue, to me, it doesn't make sense that they picked up that flag because I would think the ball was in the air as soon as that hit happened. Botcher is the uh, referee's last name. I forget his first name, but he went over to talk to Coach Gicking. Coach Gicking getting a full explanation, I'm sure. It's going to be third down and seven with 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. Shotgun formation, three wide receiver for DiCaccio. Flag is thrown. It's going to be a screen pass and 10 to four snipes incomplete. That was an area of legal motion, though, Steve. Yeah, legal motion, and that was third down. They're going to decline and bring up fourth down because of the incompletion in. Springfield's going to have to punt it away. So Marlboro Newtown should get good field position here depending on the punt and return. Fourth down and seven. Back to punt this one away is number three, Joe Davis, the senior. Returning is a little different now. You have Carmen Christiana and Abel Hoff. Marcus Weathers checking himself out. 
Davis gets the punt. It's going to be off his left side of his foot. It's going to take a bounce. Carmen Christiana botches it. It's on the ground, but it appears that Abel Hoff is able to jump on top of it at the 25-yard line. So we've seen both teams botch the snaps. This one was off the, the bounce, and it looked like Marple Newtown was going to let it go. But good job of Christiana to pick it up because it would have went another 20 yards. And, uh... Unfortunate, an injury down on the field for Springfield. We're going to step aside for the injury timeout. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Marble Newtown in their fourth possession will start from the 25-yard line. Anthony Paletti in the pistol formation. It's going to go a handoff off the far side of the Fallows. He's going to be tripped up after a gain of four. Good push on the right side of the line by Marple Newtown as Fallows is just tripped up. It looked like he had some more running room to go, but Springfield's a good job. Marple Newtown goes no huddle. Three wide receiver set in the slot is Marcus Weathers. They're going to put Abelhoff in motion. It's going to be a swing pass to Abelhoff, who's going to juggle it and be thrown down behind the line of scrimmage by number 28. That's P.J. Johnson. And they're going to call. Looking for the forward progress there. He's initially hit. He's brought back another 5, 10 yards. But, uh, again, it's where you're initially hit once you have possession. So on the forward progress, uh, still going to be about third down and eight for Marple Newtown. Third down and eight, just 
under 10 minutes remaining in the second quarter. Eric, have you seen on the sidelines what Coach Kicking has really wanted to do? Well, he, he's looking for a big play downfield. You know, it's it's been a lot of uh, punts and just uh, a lot of defensive, uh, you know, efforts so far. He wants He's looking for a big play to Abel Hoff, his big playmaker on his team. Paoletti's scrambling, four wide receiver set. He's running to the sideline, goes airborne at the 35. That's going to be close to the first down. It's going to depend on the spot. What an effort by Anthony Paoletti. Again, only a sophomore. He tucks it in, and he's running, and he goes airborne once again for that extra yards. He knew exactly where he had to go. Avoids a big hit, but what a great job by Paoletti. I mean, he tucks in, goes to the left side towards the Springfield sideline. About four or five Springfield Cougars were coming at him full speed, and he still picks up the first down. Great job there by Paoletti. Great job by the sophomore quarterback, picking up nine yards on that carry for the first down. It's going to be a handoff to Fowles off the right side. He has running room. He's at the fr- He's at the 30. He's going to break a tackle. He's going to be down at the 20-yard line, but there is a flag back. Back at the line of scrimmage. And what a run by Jack Fellows, but as you said, a flag is down. It looks like it's in the area of holding against the Tigers as Fellows was able to get free off the outside, but they're still talking about it. And they're not backing up here. Interesting to see what they call. It's going to be a personal foul oh. against Springfield. That's so going to yep. tack on extra yards. Marple Newtown's going to be in the red zone. Great run by Jack Fouth. I talked to his dad, Joe, before the game. He told me he was a mutter. So <laughs> he, he can run in these conditions, and you saw it there. I heard ghosts are really good at running in the mud. Yep, and uh, what a run there by the ghost, Jack Fallows. He goes off tackle to the right side, up that Marlboro Newtown sideline. As you said, another 15 yards is tacked on. Marlboro Newtown in striking distance. Marlon Weathers, the running back. Paoletti, shotgun formation. It's going to be a handoff off the right side. Seems like the Tigers have found something off that right side. It's going to be a pickup of two or three. Inching their way towards that goal line, Marlboro Newtown. Just under nine minutes to go here in the second quarter. Marlboro Towns, so far this season, has been known to start a little slow in the first quarter. They've picked it up in the second quarter as the game's gone on. But once again, uh, their defense has been playing lights out uh, so far in this game as their offense tries to capitalize on second and goal. Second and goal from the five-yard line. Trips formation. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff off the Marlin Weathers up the gut, but he is going to be stuffed in the backfield. I think number 20 came in on the tackle from the edge, unblocked. Jeremy Hudak comes in, sits down, and makes a nice play. All Marlin Weathers are freshmen, so a big third down here for Marple. Interesting here, if it's four-down territory, if they want to use Lambritius or not, if they have mm-hmm. to on fourth down, we'll see. If they can get a little closer here, maybe within three yards, uh, I believe they'll go for it. Mike? Third down and six, four wide receiver set. A high snap. Paoletti's going to tuck it. He's going to go off the right side, but he is going to be stuffed for only one yard, fourth down and five yards to go. 
And they're going to bring in that. Yep, they're going to bring in Lambritios, big number 84, to try this field goal. So it's going to be about 22 yards as Tobin's going to be on the snap, Cristiano on the hold, and the big leg. Of Lambritios is going to try to attempt this and put Marple on the scoreboard. Well, Lambritios made a field goal last week against Lower Marion. Yes, he did. So he's coming off a game with a field goal and a few touchbacks last week. Snap is clean. Lambritios' kick is up. And the kick is good. It's going to be a 22-yard field goal for the Tigers. That will give them a 3-0 lead with seven minutes remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Welcome back. The Lambrizios field goal puts Marple Newtown up 3-0. Lambrizios gets ready to kick this one away. Back to return is number 7. That's Shireen taking it from the 10. He's going to be finding a crease off the near side. He's going to be tackled down at the 32-yard line. So a good return by Shireen, but they're in business. Dan Payne came in on the tackle for Marple Newtown as well as Cooper Moss, but a nice... Turn there, return there for Springfield. Going to set them up with great field position. Down three nothing with just under seven minutes ago in the first Eric, half. Eric, did you get a good vantage point on that Lambritius field goal? On that, um, it, it was a beautiful kick, high up in the air and right through the uprights. Great drive for the Tigers right there. Tack on three points. Thank you, Eric. As the handoff goes to Shireen up the gut. Now, excuse me, that's number, that's shoveling, that's up the gut. That's going to pick up about five. So good, good carry on first down. Schneider in on the tackle. And Schneider with two interceptions, third in the county in that category, comes up and makes a tackle on Shevlin. So we're up a second down and five. We do have number two. I was about to say, a, a new quarterback change. That's going to be Pat Smythe, the senior, coming in to replace the Chachio. It's going to be another read option. This is going to go up the gut, but it's going to be stopped before the first down. That's Shevel once again. Linebackers from Marple Newtown do a good job there. Third down and short. Third down and two with 5.50 remaining in this second quarter. The senior quarterback comes out. Four wide receiver set. It's going to be a read option. It's going to be a keeper, and he is going to be blown up before the first down. Great job by Snyder, I believe, who was on the outside, Steve. And Kelly. 
Kelly and McKay. Great job again. Marlboro Newtown setting the edge. And it looks like Springfield's going to punt it here. you got to watch for a fake if you're Marple Newtown on this short yardage. Fourth down and two from the 44-yard line. Back to kick this one away is Davis. It is going to be a punt to Marple Newtown. It's going to bounce right up to Carmen Christiana, who's going to pick it up at the 10. He's going off the far side. He's going to get to the 25 and be hit by two Cougars. So it's going to be good starting field position because that could have been almost down within the 10. And that's why Christian is back there. He's not afraid to field that with guys running down on him. And uh, he gets off the bounce again. Good job by him. He gets Abel Hoff to be his lead blocker. And Hoff runs over someone as Christian gets as many yards as he can. But Marlboro Newtown is going to start here from their 20-yard line. 4.58 remaining in the second quarter. Tigers lead 3-0. A bunch of punts early in this one. Paoletti comes out, shotgun formation, puts Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff off to Abel Hoff to the outside. He's going to break free, going to the sidelines. He's going to be close to the first down. Yep, he's going to be close. So a little change of pace to go from Fallows to Marlon Weathers, now to your all Delco playmaker, Abel Hoff. If he, he gets close to a first down, he goes off tackle towards the Tigers' sideline. Abelhoff this season has ran for 214 yards. Additionally, he has caught the ball 33 times for 438 for 10 touchdowns. Something to keep an eye on in this drive of only four minutes remaining. Paletti puts Weathers in motion. It's going to be a read option. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff. He's going to be stuffed behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be about a yard loss. So a big third down here. Loss of one, gentlemen. As Steve said, this is a huge play. Thank you, Jim Alsman, our executive producer of the Tigers Radio Network. Mike. Third down and three. Checking out of the game, checking in is number five. That's Marlon Weathers. Third down and two. Four wide receiver set for Paoletic. Paoletti's looking to his right. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to throw it deep down the field. He has a wide open Abel Hoff at the 30, 25, 20. He's going to be taken down at the 15. What a job by Anthony Paoletti to look down the field and find his all Delco wide receiver. Anthony Paoletti is remarkable. Again, we can't stress only a sophomore, his sixth start of his career. I mean, he buys time. Looks like he's going to run it, but keeps his eyes up the field and just launches it on some busted coverage as Abel Hoff, you said, Dave, hauls it in, picks up some more yardage. Marple Newtown inside the 20-yard line for the second time tonight, trying to add to this 3-0 lead. Ball is spotted on the 14-yard line, 325 remaining until halftime. First down is long, 14 for Marple. Paletti comes out, shotgun formation, running onto the field late is a Tiger. It's going to be a flag. That's going to push him back five yards. Legal substitution. If you don't break the huddle with 11 guys, they're going to they're gonna call that on you. So I got to say, Steve, you know, that, that move that Paoletti made, we, we would, in the pocket as it collapsed, we saw, a, we saw a quarterback in this town wear number five do that move many times. It was very reminiscent of that. <laughs> For those who are wondering who that five is, that's Donovan McNabb. 
Paoletti comes out. Shotgun formation on his right hip is Marlon Weathers. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers off the right side. He's going to make a juke move back inside, bounce it back outside. He's going to get the penalty yardage back. That's going to be a five-yard carry. Such patient running there by Marlon Weathers, the freshman. He has an opportunity to bounce outside, but he goes behind his blockers, cuts it back inside, and just picks up what he can get. So great running, smart running there by Weathers. Second down and 10 for the Tigers. Five-year gain setting up second down and ten. Three minutes to go until half. Marple Newtown leads three to nothing. They are within the red zone. Ball is spotted on the 12th. Paoletti shotgun formation. Three wide receiver set. They put Rufo in motion. And Marple Newtown and Coach Gicking is fired up having to burn his last time out. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. We welcome you back. We're going to send it down to the sidelines. Eric, Coach Gicking was not happy burning that last time out. Yeah, there's only two. There's only 2.38 left in the half. He wanted to save that timeout, you know, uh, maybe later in the drive coming up. So that's huge right there. Let's see what they do here on uh, second and ten. Three wide receiver set for Paoletti. Looking to his left. He's going to scramble out to his left. Looking down the field. Throws a strike. It's going to be intercepted in the end zone. He's going to be looking. Anthony Paoletti is able to come down with the tackle. But there is a hold against Marple Newtown. That's going to be a decline. Great job by the Cougars getting a turnover in the red zone. But Paoletti, again, keeping his eyes upfield. Had the opportunity to run it, but thought he could get it into Chris Rufer crossing in the back of the end zone, but it's tipped and intercepted. Again, holding call on Marple is going to be declined. So Marple had another opportunity in the red zone to get some points. Unfortunately, they come up short. So 3 nothing, no lead as their defense comes back on the field. 2.26 on the clock. Springfield will receive to begin the second half. Something to keep an eye on with the play calling. Number two comes back out. There is two number twos on the rosters. Finelli is the quarterback. He's a junior. It's going to be a, a pistol formation. Three wide receiver set. It's going to be a handoff off the near side. He has some running loon. He's going to pick up the first down. Number 35. That is going to be Dwayne Snipes, who's had a very nice game since coming in. And Snipes with a nice carry outside towards the Springfield sideline. So a big first down run there by Springfield. We're just approaching two minutes left in the second quarter. Finelli, three wide receiver set, pistol formation. It's going to be the same exact play. It's going to be a handoff off the far side. He's going to bounce it back inside. It's only going to pick up one, but Snipes finding some running lanes. 
Kyle Kelly and number 40, Justin McEwen, in on the tackle. But initially, it looked like McKee came in on the blitz. Like, slowed up the runner, and he, he was stopped short for just a few-yard gain there. So Marple Newtown, they let up here and there. They love a big play, but you'll never see them let up back-to-back big play, especially on the ground with this stout defensive front. Second down and 10, a minute 30 remaining in this second quarter. It's going to be a jet sweep to Long. He's going to try and stretch it to the outside. Marple's Newtown says no. And they like that jet sweep. We saw it a couple weeks back against Strathaven. They were able to connect on that a few times. I believe Kyle Long scored a touchdown going to the left side in their game against Strathaven. But, again, this Marple Newtown edge defense is outstanding. I mean, it is tough to get around them as their DN set the edge and their safeties and linebackers come up to make the play. So, once again, Marple Newtown does a good job. And that's what makes that last timeout so valuable. Marple Newtown holds them. It would give them another chance to try and find the end zone. Third down and seven, 122 on the clock. It's going to be a handoff off the left side. Marple Newtown's going to stack them up, forcing fourth down. They cannot stop the clock, though. They'll get the ball back. With some time left, I would say about 30-some seconds remaining. So they'll have a few shots again. You have the leg of Lambrizio, so if you can get in some field goal range. We saw him a couple weeks back hit a 45-yarder at Harrington. Again, that was on turf in clean weather conditions. So you got to think he needs some more uh, room there to kick a uh, field goal tonight. Davis punts this one up. Abel Hoff is going to let this one bounce. Ball's going to be spotted on the 32. Marble Newtown will have 37 seconds to try and find the end zone. My math wasn't off too much. I think I said 35. Uh, <laughs> so you said 37 seconds to go. They're at the 30. They need about at least, yeah, they're going to need at least 40, 45 yards here if they want to give Lambritius a shot. At a field goal attempt. But again, you're working with no timeout, so look for a lot of stuff towards the sideline. They're going to keep working the sideline, and I'm sure they'll get on the ball and spike it here and there if they need to. Paoletti's going to come out. Four wide receivers set. Fallis is going to beat a deep back. To the far side is Abel Hoff and Marcus Weathers. It's going to be a curl route as Abel's going to try and bounce it off to the outside. He's going to run out of bounds after a pickup of eight. A good job working the sidelines. They have four defensive backs deep for the Cougars. So they're going to give Marble Newtown anything underneath. They'll be all right with. But Marble Newtown just got to keep working that sideline, get what they can get, and try to work down this field with only 31 seconds remaining. Paletti comes out. Four wide receiver set once again. Fallows the deep back. Paoletti's going to look to his right immediately this time. It's going to be a lob to Abel Hoff, who is a lead blocker. And Marcus Weathers, he's going to scamper all the way down to almost midfield. And they're going to keep giving him those curl routes. About, you know, 8 to 10 yards from the line of scrimmage. He just stops, plants, looks in, gets the ball, and goes out of bounds. I mean, if you keep hitting that, you're going to keep working your way down the field. Springfield's going to have to change their coverage at some point here to stop that. Same formation, four wide receiver set. 
Paoletti is going to be looking to his left this time. It's going to be thrown to Chris. That's going to be Rufo. What a grab by Rufo. He's going to pick up additional yardage down to the 38-yard line. He had to jump up that one. He used all inches on his frame. So this time they bring a cornerback up closer to stop that curl out on Hoff. And they they say, let one of your other receivers beat you. This time Paoletti finds Number 23, the senior Chris Rufo, open on that curl route. He takes and goes out of bounds. So good job by him to snag that in and go out of bounds. Excellent work here by Marple Newtown. Almost in field position for Lambritios. 18 seconds remaining until halftime. Four wide receiver set. Paoletti's looking to his left. It's going to be a curl route once again. This is going to be complete for Mathis along the sidelines. He gets out of bounds. Marble Newtown's almost in field position. And you can tell this team practices this two-minute drill. Work this sideline every practice as they're doing an excellent job. Good protection, good three-step drop and throw by Paoletti on these routes. So you have Hoff twice or three times, and then to Rufo and number 16, Carmen, or Cameron Mathis. 20 balls by on 26-yard line. 13 seconds remain. It's going to be a false. They're going to throw the flag. They're going to call it dead. So they're not it's going to be encroachment. Shouldn't they have gotten a free play, though, Steve? You would think, but... Not, yeah. with, not with this crew. This is uh, <laughs> the, the spots have been suspect all game. I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed. Now, does the does the time go back on the clock, Steve? Because they took point seven off the clock because of that start. We'll see, but you know you, you want a free player, but the clock's going to stop and it's going to give you five more yards. So. That's not horrible for Marble Newtown. So it's first down. If you don't get out of bounds, you can still spike it, get Lambritios on this field. So Marble Newtown is in a good position right now. Marble Newtown with 13 seconds remaining. Doesn't appear that they're going to put time back on the clock. They are. They're telling them to put time back on the clock. So you're, you're still close enough, Steve, to try and get in Lambritios' range. He's got a big leg. Yeah, you're at what, the 20-yard line right now. I believe so. Eric, are they on the 20? Yeah, they're, they're on, well, they're actually on the 22-yard line right now. So, um, if you're looking at a 37-yard, it is in Lambritios's range, but Marple is going to try to get a little closer. It's going to be Tripp's formation to the far side. Paoletti's looking towards the end zone. He's going to try and throw it to Abel Hoff. It's going to be incomplete. Eight seconds remaining, and you have to think they're warming up that big leg. We'll see if they try to run one more play. You have enough time. About 5.7 came off the clock, exactly 8 to go. So that .7 made a huge difference to add back on the clock. I think Coach Gickin's going to let this ball rip one more time in the air. Whether you go deep or you try to work the sideline one more time to give Lambritios a few more yards. But he's on that sideline next to Coach Gickin, ready to run out on this field. No matter what, you you got to come away with points this close. Or at least an attempt at points. Four wide receivers set. Marcus Weathers and Abelhoff on the far side. He's looking that way. He's going to throw it down the field. And it is going to be incomplete. .4 seconds remaining. That allows Marple Newtown to bring out George Lambritios. A little home clock uh, 
never know when you're on the road if you'll get that point four. Uh, but good job by the clock operator to stop it. So, again, that point seven they added back on the clock was huge as George Lampritzios is going to come in for about a 37-yard field goal attempt. It's on the left hash. And these field goal posts are shorter than normal. I really don't like it, how these are short. It always bothers me when I come to Springfield. <laughs> but nonetheless, Tobin this is a This is a 39, 39-yard. 39 39-yard field goal attempt for Lambritios. Hold is good. Kick is up. Kick is no good. Marble Newtown will take a three-point lead in the halftime. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. And now, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here is Jim Alsman, Eric DePentima, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. At the half, the Tigers lead 3 to nothing as the final warm-ups are underway. Eric, what have you seen in the first half? Well, in the first quarter, we saw a lot of punts. We saw a lot of uh, defensive efforts in the first uh, quarter of the game. But uh, Marple picked it up, had some big plays from Jack Fallows and Abel Hoff. You know, they were in the red zone a few times. We thought maybe they were going to get a touchdown, but an interception by Paoletti and and just uh, a missed field goal by Lambrizios. It's only 3 nothing. Could easily be 17 or 20 to nothing. Marple. Right here. Back up to you, Dave. Thank you, Eric. It's 3 nothing. It's anybody's game, especially with Springfield. Back to receive this one to begin the second half. Well, when you're Marple Newtown, you're letting a two and three team hang around. It's kind of dangerous. Marple Newtown, all second corner has been dominating inside the red zone three times, including that last possession where they had a missed field goal just wide right on the Lambritios kick, but Marple Newtown, after a little slow start, has really been imposing their will tonight on the line of scrimmage, and you saw two big plays, and the story of the game tonight, although Marble Newtown just won for three in the red zone, is the field condition because you saw Fallos and Hoff with two long runs. If this is on turf, if this is a clean night, they're gone. All right, it's 17-0. But in terms of the field conditions, you have to play with what you have. And, you know, they were called from behind, two speedsters. And nonetheless, Marple's only up 3 nothing. They're going to kick it away. But their defense has to keep up and get the ball back to Paoletti. Prior to this game, Lane Brizios had 13 out of 25 touchbacks. Special teams monster. This kick is high end over end. It's going to be picked up by Long on the five-yard line. Finds a running lane. He's still on his feet. He's going to be dragged down at the 32-yard line. So good field position for the Cougars. Long with a nice kick return there. That's the son of longtime physical education teacher at Marple. Mrs. Long. I thought you were going to go with Howie Long, Steve. I had no clue where you were going. High school f- has flown by. That was a long time ago. And Coug- uh, the Cougars basketball coach as well, Mr. Long. That's right. I know basketball. Not so much. Don't remember high school. <laughs> Cougars come out with a new quarterback. That's Finale. 
They're going to come out in the pistol formation. Three wider set. We have not seen a lot of big number 88, Archibong, who is the up back. It's going to be a high snap. Finelli's going to look to his left. And it's going to be a thrown down the field. That's going to be complete along, but they appeared to be holding in the backfield. They did not call it. Blatant hold. Another questionable call or lack of call by this head referee, but uh, Noah Turner had his jersey grabbed. That's one way you can contain him. He just said nine tackles for loss, three and a half sacks so far this season. Just grab a hold of his jersey and hope the ref doesn't call it. But nonetheless, a nice play there by Springfield on first down. They open up the second half. Junior quarterback comes out once again. Three wide receiver set. It's going to be a handoff off the right side. That's going to be the shoveling, but it's only going to be a pickup of one. About a couple yards there on first down after a nice completion by Springfield towards the Springfield sideline. Excuse me, that was Snipes once again. And Pierce found himself a spot in this rotation of running backs. Finale commanding the troops is going to go into a pistol formation. Three wide receiver set. It's going to be a play action. Finale's rolling out. It's going to be blocked up in the air. Noah Turner blocked it on the far side. Almost came down with the interception. There's Noah Turner. We were just talking about getting grabbed on the last play. Comes in, blows through the offensive line, and gets his hands up. Just like you're taught, you can't get to the quarterback, put your hands up, bat a ball down, and he nearly dies for it. Makes a spectacular catch, but nonetheless, bring up third down and about eight for Springfield. Well, somebody woke up this defensive line because they are roaring and ready to go, Steve. Third down and nine, 10 47 in the third quarter. Finale comes out. Shotgun formation. Trips to the far side with Archibong. He's going to put his running back in Snipes. He's going to be a jailbreak. It's going to be a screen pass intended for Snipes. And he is going to be whacked by Kyle Kelly, Gino DiCamello, and company. What a great job by Marble Newtown's defense to sniff out that screen. Third and long. You go to the screen there. That D-line rushes hard, puts her hands up. Distracts the quarterback, but he gets the completion there. But as you said, Kelly and DeCamillo do a good job of sniffing it out. Davis gets the punt underway. It is a high kick. It's going to be fair caught by Abel Hoff. We'll give Marple Newtown ball on the 30. They're going to keep marking him back. It's going to be on the 28-yard line. And Abel Hoff pleading with the ref that he called a fair catch. I don't exactly what. What is he complaining about, Steve? The ref didn't blow the whistle after he called a fair catch. I mean, if the Springfield defenders did not see that, they would have whacked him. The ref job is to blow the whistle as soon as he receives that ball after a fair catch. But nonetheless, Marple takes over here in the second half. 27-yard line for Paoletti and company. He puts Marcus Weathers and it's going to be a bootleg back to the left side. It's going to be complete to Marcus and he is going to be able to pick up five yards. Good job on the play action. That's number 26 on the tackle there. Or number 28, sorry. P.J. Johnson. They go back to the play they ran the first play of the first quarter um, when they got the opening kickoff. Just a bootleg out to the left side and finds 
Marcus Weathers in the flat. This time it's a completion for five yards. Pistol formation for Paoletti this time. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers. He's going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage, but there is a flag on the play. And he's met immediately by number 51 of Springfield, Matt Sella. The captain did a good job of hitting him in the backfield, but a penalty against Marple Newtown appears they're going to decline it, and it's going to be setting up third down and six. Paoletti in shotgun formation, trips to the far side. The lone wide receiver on the near side is Chris Rufo. Snap, he's looking left, looking left. There's a flag on the play as Paoletti's pass over the middle intended for Rufo is incomplete. Pass it. Pass is incomplete. There was no flag on the play. The ref put his hands up. Thank you, Steve. And Paoletti just looking for something. Couldn't find anything. Sales incomplete. So fourth down and seven for Marple. Filming ready to punt. Kyle Tobin in on the snap. Shereen back to get this one for the Cougars. Filming ready to punt. Clean punt. It is a boomer. It's going to go all the way down to the 520. It's going to keep rolling all the way down to the 16-yard line. And Marple Newtown special teams. It was your key of the game. They've been doing phenomenal tonight. Yep, another excellent punt. When you have a type of defensive battle like this, you got to make sure your uh, punter is doing a good job. You're getting clean snaps and good clean punts. And that was a spiral line drive, and that rolls in Marple Newtown's favor. So Marple Newtown switches field position here. As, as you said, Springfield's going to take over from their own 16-yard line. Eric, you had a good vantage point on that punt. Philman's doing a phenomenal job tonight. Absolutely. Uh, Philman's punts have some great hang time on it. Um, and tonight, a pretty long distance, too. That was a field position battle tonight. Finale throws over the middle. It is complete. That's going to be a gain of 14, and the Cougars are in business. It is reeled in by Pupio. Looks like that was their biggest completion tonight for the Cougars offense there. As you said, Pupio hauls it in the middle of the field, picks up a Cougar first down with 8-18 and rolling here in the third. 19-yard gain. 19-yard gain for the Cougars as they come out once again spotted on the 35-yard line for Finelli. It's going to be a read option, and he is going to be hit in the backfield. Snipes has nowhere to go. That's Ryan Schneider comes in. From a safety position, and makes a great play on the ball for this Tiger defense, who continues to pinch a shutout here early in the third quarter. Second down and eight after the two-yard game by Snipes. Finale will come out. Four wide receiver set. Trips to the far side. Archibong on the farthest wide receiver. Snipes goes in motion. It's going to be a read option with Finale. Tucks it under. Been waiting for it the whole game. Picks up the first down. Great block along the outside. He's at the 50 and more. And a great job by Finale. He waits for that DN to crash in and he pulls it and picks up big yardage there. 
And Springfield has some momentum here. Ball will be spotted on the 40-yard line. So that's the first time the quarterback decided to keep it on that read option and go down the field. Great read there by Finelli. Number two. Backup quarterback. He's doing a good job tonight replacing the, the Chachio. Trips formation to the far side. Puts Snipes in motion on his right hip, Finelli. It's going to be a play action. It's going to be a toss to the outside. That's Pupio. He's going to get the first down. He's going to be, It's going to be a pickup of 10, but this Cougar offense is rolling. Yeah. Four plays in a row. They get a chunk of yards. They're going to give him another first down. He gets just enough. 10 yards on the game. Swing pass to the outside. Marlboro Newtown's defense has to settle down here. Try to make a stop. Ball will be spotted on the 30-yard line with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Marble Newtown leads 3-0, but the Cougars are rolling. Trips formation to the near side. Snipes alone running back. Finelli, read option. It's going to be a handoff to Snipes off the near side, and he is going to be blown up by Marcus Weathers. Good job. Good initial hit there by Gino DiCamillo, the middle linebacker, number 55. So he's finally brought down by Noah Turner. But a nice four-yard gain there on first down for Springfield. Finelli's done a good job commanding his troops as the backup quarterback. Second down and six here for the Cougars. Finelli comes out, shotgun formation. They seem to have found their niche. Trips to the far side. Put Snipes in motion on his left hip. Tigers is coming after him. That was Noah Turner applying the pressure, but it is complete, and he has some running room. Makes a spin moosherie, and he's going to be down within the 10. Springfield continues their success on this drive. Missed tackle by Marple Newtown. That's Pupio on the reception. Pupio just, after good coverage, Pupio gets the reception and turns it upfield. Cuts it back in the middle of the field and is inside the 10-yard line. Springfield in the red zone for the first time tonight as they try to capitalize down 3-0. Ball is spotted on the 6-yard line. First down and goal. Three wide receivers set. Snipes alone running back. Finelli. It's going to be read option. It's going to be blown up in the backfield. Great job by Snyder. What a call by Harry Gicking. Sends Ryan Schneider on the blitz, and he meets the Springfield running back in the backfield. Stay away from that camera. Snipes got the handoff, and it's going to be down for a two-yard loss. Second down with five minutes to go. Finelli's coming out. Shotgun formation. Trips to the far side. Shereen the lone. It's going to be blown dead as it's going to be a false start on the offense. It's going to back up the offense once again. Penalties plaguing the Cougars. So after a good series of plays there, Springfield steps back. On consecutive plays, loss of yardage on the running play. Now they shoot themselves in the foot on a false start. 
are now outside of the 10-yard line here. Ball's going to be on the 13th, second and goal. It's going to be a big stop by the Tigers right here. They need to have a goal line stand because it is second down and goal. And Springfield taking their time. Rough back referee puts his hand up. Be close to it. It's going to be a long jet sweep off the far side, and the Tigers are not fooled, and he is going to be stuffed in the backfield. Once again, the Cougars are going backwards. Great job by that edge defense of the Tigers. Been so, so stellar there all season long. Very hard to run to the edge on them, and they do a great job there to bring down Kyle Long, who can be so dangerous on that jet sweep. So back-to-back-to-back plays. Springfield goes backwards, so a big third down and long from the 16-yard line. Finale comes out, trips it in the air side. Crowd starting to get anxious. Snipes goes in motion. Finale's looking to his left. He's rolling, and Noah Turner's applying the pressure. Almost comes down with it. Gino DiCamello hits him out of bounds, and that's going to bring up fourth down and ten. What a great hold by Marple Newtown's defense. Springfield was just rolling, going right down their throats, running and throwing the ball. And Marple Newtown, when their backs are against the wall, they come up huge and force fourth down and goal. Out comes the kicking unit for the Cougars. This is going to be a long field goal, Steve. This is about a 31-yard field goal attempt for Corey. Hoyak with the hold. 31-yard field goal. Snap is good. Kick is up. Kick is good. Cougars tied up. 3-3 here. We have a ball game. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Welcome back. Cougars tied up 3-3. Eric on the sidelines. What do you think Coach Kicking is trying to do to huddle up the, gr- the troops? Well... And I always say this. I know it's cliche, but I think you got to go back to Abel Hoff. I think I think he's trying to just tell him that this this is still a game. It's only three to three. Plenty of time left to get something going offensively here. Three twenty remaining in the third quarter. Cougars just tied it up with a thirty-one yard field goal. Corey's back to kick this one away. Returning for the Tigers is Abel Hoff and Johnson. Abel's going to let this one roll. It's going to be down in the end zone. Touchback. Marple Newtown will come out from the 20. So as Eric said, going off what he said, yeah, you got to put the ball in the hands of your playmaker, Abel Hoff. Try to get something going here. Springfield has a lot of momentum. So going back to the end of the second half, they stop Marple Newtown in the red zone for the second time in a row. 
uh, to, you know, keep the score at three nothing. They come out here in the second half, go downfield, and get three points out of it. So they have the momentum right now. Marble Newtown's got to take that back by getting a few first downs here on this drive. Paoletti comes out, ball spotted on the 20 yard line, trips formation to the far side. They put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows up the gut, but he has nowhere to go. Springfield's defensive line's getting a good push on this Marple offensive line. And that's a result of that play. Only about a one or two yard gain for Fallows. Fallows gets one yard on the carry. Three minutes remaining. Score is tied up at three apiece. Crowd starting to make noise here at Springfield High School, located on Springfield, Pennsylvania. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff. Off the left side, he's going to fight off a defender and pick up the first down. He's finally brought down by number 24 of the Cougars defense, Hall. But there you go, the explosiveness of Abel Hoff finds a crease and just darts up the middle for a Tiger first down, just what the Tigers needed here. Ball spot on the 35-yard line. Looks like Coach Kicking took Eric's advice and said, you know what, I'm going to give the ball to my best playmaker. Paletti comes out, shotgun formation. Puts Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff up the middle, but he has nowhere to go once again. That tough defense in the middle for the Cougars. This time on the tackle for Springfield, Nick Gorman rips down Abel Hoff for only a one-yard gain. So minute 50 to go here in the third. Marple tied 3-3 with Springfield after they connected on a field goal last drive. We talked about got to keep getting the ball in the hands of Abel Hoff. He's capable of breaking a play here or there. And that's just what Marple needs in this tight ball game. Three wide receiver set. Paoletti rolling to his right. He's going to scramble. He's going to run all the way down. It's going to depend on the spot. It's going to be about the 40-yard line. Pick up a four. It's going to be third down and five. Paley, good job. Doesn't see anything he likes. Just tucks it in and runs to the sideline. Avoids getting hit. And it's going to bring up third down and six. So a good three-yard gain there. Make it more manageable here on the third down play call. Crucial down for the Cougar for for the Cougars and the Tigers. Cougars want to get the ball. They have all the momentum. Tigers trying to break up that momentum and find some points on the board in the second half. Neither team has scored a touchdown tonight. It's tied up for a pair of field goals. Paletti under center this time. Puts Weathers in motion. He's gonna roll to his left, throw back to his right. He's gonna throw it to Abel Hoff. Who's gonna find a crease? He's gonna break free. He's at the four. He's gonna be taken down at the forty, but he had some running room. A broken play tosses it to Abel Hoff, and he's able to find a crease. Marple trying to set up the tight end screen there. A little throwback to number ten Noah Turner, but it was well covered. Turner got caught up on the line by the defensive end, and Paletti keeps the play alive. And does a great job of rolling back to the left side, finding Abel Hoff wide open in the flat. And Abel Hoff does it from there, getting some blockers. Good job of improv in there by Marple Newtown's offense. And they pick up a huge first down on third down. 18 yards. 
18 yards off the broken play. Paoletti comes out. Pistol formation. It's going to be a botched snap. Abel Hoff is going to be able to catch it and turn it into a positive play. He gets it for seven yards after a high snap. The ball is slipped through Paoletti's hand and falls right into Abel Hoff's lap. That's just a case of being in the right spot at the right time. That could have been disaster. Hoff does a good job of just getting what he can get on that play. Pick up a six yards on the fumbled snap. 37 ticks remaining in the third quarter. Paoletti pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers off the left side. He's going to be stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Another great job by the Cougars front. And a slew of Cougar defenders come in and stack up the freshman Weathers for no gain. So another third down here. That's going to be end of the third quarter. Coach Kicken will have an opportunity to get a good play call here with some time. It is tied up three apiece, but Marple Newtown's knocking on the door. Third down and four on the 37. When we return, we're going to take a timeout. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. The voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times. Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome to the fourth quarter. Tied up 3-3. Eric. That has been a great job by the Cougars front. What can they do to try and get some points on the board for the Tigers? Well, I think right here, I think you can probably expect a keeper by Paoletti. Some technical difficulties. Third down and four for the Tigers. Interesting play call here. Yeah, we'll see. Paoletti's going to come out in shotgun. So, as Eric said, don't... You probably see a QB draw here or even a handoff to Hoff out of the pistol formation. Pistol formation, able Hoff the deep back. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff off the right side. He is going to be hit by a slew of Cougar defenders. It's going to depend on the spot. He's going to be short, but that's okay. You pick up three yards there, make it fourth down and one. Keep your offense on the field here. And you know, saw a keeper earlier. If you're Marble... Go double tight here, Popele under center, and you know who wants it more? Tigers offense line or the Cougars defense line? You try to get a push there and get your big back Paoletti just an inch across that first down marker to keep this drive alive. It's gonna be fourth down and one. Paoletti's gonna be in the pistol. Big play. It's gonna be a handoff to Abel Hoff. He's gonna be hit, but he's gonna continue to drive his feet and pick up the first down. Great second effort by Abel Hoff. Great push by this offensive line. They needed a yard. They got three. 
Excellent power there by that Tigers offense. They're trying to put some more points on the board. Checking in for the game is number 10, Noah Turner. Checking out is Justin McEwen, the tight end. First down and 10 from the 31 with 11 minutes remaining in this ball game. Love the play call there on fourth and one. Give it to your best player, Abel Hoff. Put it behind that offensive line for a first. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abelhoff off the far side. He's going to bounce it outside. He's going to be dragged out of bounds. It's going to be a three-yard game, but almost a flag as he was taken almost to the track. And it looked like he was pulled back in the back of his uh, shoulder pads for a horse collar, but no call as Hoff rolls out of bounds. They stay in this formation. Weathers is the up back at H back, the lead blocker as Hoff stays in that pistol formation and has gotten consecutive handoffs from Paoletti. Checking is number five. That's Marlon Weathers, a freshman. Paoletti remains in that pistol formation, giving Hoff a breather. High snap. Paoletti's going to take it. He's going to try and fight all it. He's going to stay on his feet, get back to the line of scrimmage. What a phenomenal job by the sophomore. <laughs> Disaster written all over. Another snap. A little high. Goes through Paoletti's hands. Again, wet field out there. Bark. It's a little wet coming off that grass field, and it pops up. He turns around and grabs it. There's a defender in his face, and somehow he fights him off. He gets back to the line of scrimmage. As a for- former center yourself, with the wet conditions and the grass field, is that something to keep an eye on? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, even though it's not raining, you got to make sure your center is getting a good grip on the ball and that quarterback's getting securing a good handoff. He's got a tail on his uh, belt. He's got to wipe his hands off after each play. Third down and eight. Shotgun formation. Trips to the near side. Paoletti's looking to his left. He's going to decide to keep it. He's looking down the field. He's going to throw it. And it is reeled in. What a phenomenal catch by Mathis. What a great job once again by this offense. Paoletti keeps the play alive. Again, could run it. Keeps his eyes upfield and just dumps it off to Cameron Mathis. They're going to be just short. Again, fourth and inches this time. Are they going to measure it? There's a timeout on the field. They're they're going to bring out the chains. But what a great job by Paoletti. Rolling to his left. It looked like the ball was even bad. Great concentration by Mathis to try and reel that one in. Yeah, Mathis does a good job. Uh, He's just sitting in the middle of the field and he sees Paoletti running so he gets a little more depth on his route towards towards the first down sticks and Paul's in a nice grab. Man, almost hit the ground. Eric, you got a clean view of this one. We're going to send it down to you. See if, see if Mathis picked up that first down. Yeah, they're measuring. It looks as if. It's going to be a first down for the Tigers. What a great job by Cameron Mathis and this Tiger offense to keep this drive alive. This has been a phenomenal drive. I mean, a few third down conversions here on just improvising. If you're Marple Newtown, uh, Paoletti's doing a good job just keeping plays alive. I mean, he's just a stone-cold football player. He doesn't see anything he likes. He either tucks it in and runs or just improvises, tries to find a play, and he's done that so far about three times here on third down. So Marple Newtown with a fresh set of downs here. Can't forget the play on fourth down by Abel Hoff to pick up the first. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side, chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. Great job by Marple Newtown. 
Marcus Weathers with a great block. That left side of the offensive line caves in Springfield's defensive line, and Abelhoff goes right off tackle, up to Springfield's sideline, into the end zone. What a great drive by this Marble Newtown defense. Backs against the wall, 3-3. Three to three. Haven't really been in close games so far this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 plays, 80 yards for the Tigers, gentlemen. And this is a huge extra point here for Marple Newtown to make it a seven-point game. Lambricio's in the kick, the extra point. Clean snap. Kick is blocked. Kick is blocked. It is no good. Marple Newtown will take a 9-3 lead with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment. Where you can find good help, you'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Welcome back with nine minutes remaining. Marple Newtown gets a 20-yard touchdown run by their old Delco product, Abel Hoff. Back to kick this one away is George Lambritios. The kick is up. It is a line drive kick. It's going to take a bounce, and it's going to be rolling on the 20-yard line. That's going to be picked up by number 11 of the Cougars, who finds a crease. He is going to be tripped up, and that is Cameron Mathis. Story of the game, just saved the touchdown. Wow, what a... Great tackle there by Math, but an excellent run there by Long. And you see that too often bobbled snap. It messes up the coverage on the kick return team, on the kickoff team. And, um, yeah, he just picks it up and runs up the middle and almost breaks it for a touchdown. Fortunately, Mathis was there to bring Kyle Long down. But good field position starting down 9-3. to Ball's at their own 44-yard line. 44-yard line for the Cougars and their quarterback, Finelli. He's going to put Snipes in motion. It's going to be a play action. It's going to be a bubble screen out to Pupio, who finds a crease. He's going to pick up nine, almost that first down. And the sure attacker, Carmen Christiana, comes up and just chops Pupio down low as he's short for the first down. But Marple Newtown's defense, again, have allowed zero points. In the fourth quarter of this season so far. So through five games, zero points. In the sixth game so far, about four minutes into here, into the fourth quarter, they still have that going for them. It's second down and short for Springfield. Cougars in. It's going to be a low snap. It's going to draw a penalty as that's going to be a false start on the center. It's going to back it up. Second down and six. But we just talked about centers and how important they are. Yeah, and that's going to be huge because that you go from second and one to now second and six for Springfield. But Marple's Newtown's defense, they've been the strength of this team all season long. They need to come up big here, get the ball back into Marple Newtown's hands. Four wide receiver set for Finelli. Snipes on his right hip. 
He's going to put him in motion, put him on the left side. He's going to be looking left. Marple Newtown McEwen applying pressure. That's Noah Turner. He's going to be a sack of at least 15 yards. Noah Turner comes in for his first sack of the season. <laughs> Noah Turner. He's been the story of each and every game. He's been the leader of this defense. And he comes in and makes a huge sack for the Wolfpack from his defensive end position. He just tracks down Finelli and rips him down. It's going to be third and forever Loss now. of 14. 14 yard loss. What a job by the defensive end. Marple Newtown's going to play prevent. They're going to have Carmen Christian all the way back. Third down and 20. They're going to put long in motion. Three wide receiver set. Finelli gets the high snap. He's able to recover, but he's going to run out to the left side, and he is going to be whacked in the backfield. Cougars are going nowhere, and they're going to have to bring out the punt unit. Marple Newtown's defense steps up again, as we talked about. Only allowing six points per game so far this season, only giving up three tonight on a field goal. They have been stout all game long. They come up huge again. Noah Turner with a huge sack on, on second down. And Springfield now is going to have to punt it away to Abel Hoff and Carmen Christiana. Fourth down and 26. Great job by the Tigers defense. Davis gets this one. He's going to boot it all the way back. It's going to be received by Abel Hoff who caught, who said fair catch. And they're going to throw it. That has to be a penalty. And they finally throw it. And it's going to be 30. That was blown by the referee for the second time. He complained about it earlier. He could have been hurt on the play. The referee is not blowing his whistle the second time on a fair catch. The referee needs, I mean, that, that that's player that's, safety right that, there. That's player safety indeed. I mean, if you're going to throw it a fair catch, Coach Gicking is living on the sidelines, and rightfully so. I mean, pick up your head, blow the whistle, okay? You, you got to see. You got to have your eyes on the returner if you're that referee. And it's clear. It's clear as that. He's throwing his hand up in the air. And they... They're still talking and about the reason, they're picking up now, the flag. This crew, fellas, was the crew that we had at Marple Newtown for the Radner game. And the reason why they're calling the fair catch, but they didn't blow the whistle. They pick up the flag. See, this is ridiculous. Marple Newtown coaching staff is just as livid as us, Steve. Ball's going to be spotted on the 25-yard line. And you didn't blow the whistle! 25-yard line for Paoletti and this Tiger offense. Wide receiver set. We understand that's a play back call by the ref, but Marple's got to move on. It's going to be a snap. It's going to be a handoff up the gut. And to continue to drive his legs... That was a great finish block on the outside. It's going to be about four-yard gain. Mar- if that doesn't fire up Marple Newton, I don't know what will. Yeah, and the reason people are confused because he called a fair catch. There was no whistle, so he continued to run instead of getting hit. So it had to play by Abel Hoff, but, I mean. Yeah, this this crew uh, led by Chip Bochner. He, he did our Radner game, and um, 
you know, that crew was something to be desired th- that night, and they're just flat-out terrible tonight. I, I, I've tried to take a vow from saying that this year, but i, I got to call it when I see it, and he's doing an awful job in his crew. I understand the penalties, but you have to do it when you regards the player safety. He puts his hand up. He's going to get hurt. Second down and six. Paoletti comes out. Ball is spot on the 29. Now here's another flag. Waiting the call by the head referee. It's going to be on Marple Newtown. It's going to be back them up. It's going to be on Marple. It's going to be second down and 11 with 5.35 on the clock. Tigers lead 9-3. It's going to be encroachment on the Cougars. It's going to be five yards, second down and one now instead. I'm sorry, Steve. Still doesn't make up for the player safety rule. <laughs> Marple Newtown's going to try and milk this clock, Steve. Cougars have all three timeouts, but they're going to try and keep this drive alive. Yeah, this is just bad, but, uh, you know, despite that, the makeup call helps. Pistol formation, able off the deep back. It's going to be a handoff to Abel, who's going to weave his way through the middle of the defense and pick up the first down. Good job by Abel Hoff. Go up the middle behind his blockers. Good push up front. And they pick up a first down. A late flag is down on the field. Oh, there's been penalty after penalty on this drive. It's going to call holding on the Tigers. Set Eric, on the sidelines, what have you seen? I, this is starting to get out of control with the officiating, I'll tell you that. But um, I, I don't know. They, they set, set the chains already. It looked like they were moving on with the play, and then they throw a flag. It's, it's just it's just way too late. This way is too ridiculous. Late. They moved the chains already. They mark them a first down. Now the chains don't know where they are on the far sideline. I don't, Steve. Do you understand what's going on? Because they already moved the chains. How do you go back? Well, that's what they're trying to figure out now. <laughs> With 5:08 on the clock, Marple Newtown leads nine to three as they try to figure this one out. Paletti's had a very nice game though, looking down the field and trying to keep plays alive. Still waiting on the call. Coach kicking, still talking to the head referee. It looks like they want to take this from the 37. So that run would have been three yards. Hold was at the 37. So the hold was at the 37, and they had to mark it off from the 37. You don't know what you're doing. So the ball will be spotted on the 27. I actually got that math right. I'm really impressed. So the three-yard carry will be negated by Abel Hoff, setting up second down and eight. So after that confusion... It'll be 5.08 left on the clock. Dave Marple up six. Marple Newtown is going to try and drain as much clock as possible. Five minutes to go in this game from Springfield, Pennsylvania. Paoletti, pistol formation. Hand off to Abelhoff off the far side. He's going to cut it back. He's going to dive to the about the 30. They're going to mark him down. It's going to be three yards and third and five. Nice play there by the Springfield defense. To keep Abelhoff contained as they're trying to get the ball back. But Marble Newtown. Why is the clock stopped, Steve? Did I call a timeout? 
Oh, uh, they throw another flag. It's only the fourth flag of the drive. But now it's going to be against Springfield. I don't understand. What, what's the flag on this time, Steve? Did you understand may, that? may have been a face mask, gentlemen. Face mask. Thank you, Jim. That will get Marble Newtown automatic first down. No, only a no, five yard. I a thought, five yard? I thought all face masks were 15 in high school, but maybe not. Have a makeup call. Makeup call. Second down and one from the 34-yard line. Pistol formation. It's going to be a keeper by Paoletti. Puts his head down and picks up the first down. He is a freight train coming through the middle, Steve. He sure is. He goes behind Carr, McKee, and Rhodes for another Tiger first down. When you're, If you're the defense, when do you plan on trying to use your three timeouts? Well, you're still... You know, 4.30 left. Maybe now you start, if you if you stop them on first down, maybe you'll wait. And then second down, if you stop them again, then you start burning them. But I think you're getting close to that point where you got to start calling them if you're Chris Britton of Springfield. First down and 10. Pistol formation for Paoletti. Low snap. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff, who's going to slip in the backfield. That's going to be a loss of at least four. So the clock continues to run. If they stop him here, I expect Springfield to burn... Start burning timeouts. Going to try and come out. Abel Hoff has been a, pl- a phenomenal player in this second half. Able to pick up that 20-yard touchdown to give Marple Newtown a 9-3 lead here in this one. The clock continues to wind down. 3.30 remaining. It's going to be pistol formation, trips to the far side. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. Play action from Abel. It's going to be caught by Marcus Weathers, who's going to be hit out of bounds. So they're going to be a pickup of about three off the play action pass. But doesn't that stop the clock, Steve? Yeah, not. I'm sure Coach Geek and one that put it stay in bounds, but that's just how you know it turned out as. Marcus Weather was pushed out of bounds to third down and ten. I expect Marble to probably go in the air here, but again, keep it in bounds and try to make a safe completion now to keep this clock running, even if you don't pick up the first down. Third down and ten for the Tigers. 318 on the 37-yard line. Paletti comes out, trips to the near side. In the slot is Abel Hoff. Paoletti looking to his left. He's going to launch it down the field. Intended for Abel Hoff. Incomplete. He was double covered. It's going to bring out Riley Fillman in the punt unit with 3.13 remaining. Cougars have all three timeouts. Coach, Coach Gicking trusting his defense here. Passing on second and third down. Stops the clock. 3.13. Springfield has all timeouts. Only down by six. They need a touchdown and an extra point. To take a lead here, but as well as Marple Newtown's defense has been playing today and all season long, Coach Gicking trusts it here, punting it away. There's a flag. Back to return it for the Cougars is Sharon. There's going to be a flag offside. Offsides on the Cougars. It's going to give them an additional five yards. Number five lined up over the ball. It's a crucial mistake there. Uh, you don't go for it, though, nah, Steve. Nah, you, you, you still punt this ball away. Again, as well as your defense is playing, you don't need to uh, take any risk. 
Springfield will bring it up in case of a fake. Sharon all the way back on the 30-yard line to return the Riley Philman punt. Clean snap. Philman gets a nice kick. It's going to be returned from the 20-yard line. Rolling around to the left side. He's going to be hit. He's going to find the crease. Still on his feet. He's going to be taken down by... Looks like Noah Turner. Noah with a nice tackle, but an even better return by Springfield. They're going to have the ball right at their 45-yard line with 2.58 to go here, Dave. This is the ball game. It looks like they're going to go for it fourth down. you got three minutes to go, all three timeouts. Here we go. Yeah, so don't have to rush here if you're Springfield. Again, you know you do need a touchdown here. Only down by six. A touchdown extra point potentially win you the game so again with three timeouts you don't have to uh you don't have to rush your if you're springfield wide receiver archibong has not had much action tonight four wide receiver set finale's gonna throw it that way it's gonna be completed by archibong who's gonna stay in bounds though he's gonna pick up seven but the clock continues to run yeah so he's good tackle by matt mckee to keep archibong in bounds which again is key when the clock is against you. Springfield goes no huddle. Finelli comes up. He's going to put Snipes in motion. He's going to be looking. And he is going to be taking. Oh, he's going to break out of a Noah Turner. And he is going to be hit in the backfield. Phenomenal play by the big fella, number 78, Luke Lazowicki. Justin McEwen gets initial pressure, drags down Finelli a little bit. Finelli was able to break through, but it slowed him up enough for Lazowicki to come and take him down. Brings him out of bounds, but still. Loss of yards, third down and 11 for Springfield. Finale comes out, four wide receivers set. Marble Newtown applying pressure. Snyder's coming unfree. He tips it, incomplete, fourth down 11. Here's interesting call. Marble Newtown's defense coming up big once again. As Schneider comes in on the blitz, can't get to the can't get to the quarterback, puts his hands in the air and he gets a hand on the ball. Here's nearly, the ball game, gentlemen. Nearly intercepted. Well, one thing to keep an eye on is they have all three timeouts. So they can stop Marple Newtown, but you don't want to have that. It's gonna be a four wide receiver set. Fourth down, they need to get eleven. Finelli comes out. It's going to be a clean snap. He's looking down to his left, applying the pressure as Kyle Kelly. Throw is all too tall for Archibong. Marple Newtown will take over. Ball spotted on the 44-yard line. Kyle Kelly applies the pressure on Finelli. What an excellent job. What an excellent get-off on the ball. When the game's on the line, the defensive pass rush came alive. And this defense, I mean, you can't say enough about how well they play. I mean, I sound like a broken record to all the listeners, but, I mean, you got to see how well this defense has been playing tonight and all season long for that fact. Without a doubt, Steve, I mean, the, these, uh, the, 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 the squad, the, 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 the portion of the team uh, that really played the best tonight was, without a doubt, the defense. Unbelievable play. <laughs> Marple Newtown takes over. Paoletti's going to go under center. Two tight end formation. Abelhoff, the lone running back. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper. He's just going to drive his legs and pick up a few yards to try and burn these timeouts. And a good job by 
Coach Gickings keeps this ball on the ground. Make Springfield use their timeouts. Eric, what have you seen down on the sidelines as Springfield continues to try and burn these timeouts? Well, uh, Springfield is still in the game, uh, tech, technically speaking here. Um, you know, let's see if Marple can pick up a first down and let them burn all their timeouts. But um, Spring, Springfield knows they have a chance right now. They're still trying to uh, fight and try to get the ball back and see what happens. Being on the sidelines, you saw that pass rush by Kyle Kelly, Lozawicki. What what are they doing? To, are they just getting good a great jump off the ball or penetration? Well, definitely a little bit of both, but uh, Lazowicki's size is just is just killing the offensive line of um, of Springfield. And on that drive, uh, the big tight end, the big tight end was Archibong was going out for passes, so he wasn't there to block. He's kind of their safe, uh, security blanket pretty much in the first half. Thank you, Eric. Second down in eight, two or seven. I expect either a quarterback sneak or a handoff to Abel Hoff, Steve. Yeah, I believe Hoff will stay at running back. So get a few carries here again. Stay in bounds. Go in between the tackles. Make Springfield user timeouts. Maybe if you go to a third down, maybe you do a little boot pass to catch him off guard. Paletti under center. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff, who is going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage. Springfield will take their second timeout. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, Pennsylvania brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook, and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisano's. Third down and 10 from the 44-yard line. Two minutes remaining. Big first down here. Steve would do it. Yeah, and again, watch for a boot pass here, bootleg play action. Again, it's third down. You want to keep it in bounds, so maybe a safe throw. Pistol formation is going to be a toss to Marcus Weathers, who is looking to throw a ball down the field. He's going to slide. Smart is going to keep the clock running. As he didn't pick up the first down, but they're going to have to burn their last time out. And that's, you know, try to do a little trick play there, see if they could get Rufo deep, try to ice this game. But it was well covered by Springfield, and as you said, Weathers did a great job staying in bounds, sliding, making Springfield use her third and final timeout. Sharon will be back to return this punt. Philman's done a phenomenal job pitting Springfield tonight to see if he can do it once again. Yes, and again, rely on your defense. So Springfield has one last shot at this game. Now, if you're Marble, you want to get down and cover this. You don't want to give up another big return like you did last time this year. And who almost broke it. Um, you know, you got to give your defense a shot to come on this field and win this game for your, for the Tigers. Tillman's back to return this, back to kick this one away. 
as they continue to try and adjust the clock. They're going to put five seconds on this clock, 156. And we saw how big adding seconds onto the clock, even if they're tenths of a second, that can really come into play. This guy's asleep up here. They finally change it. Filming gets ready. Sharon's back to, he's on his goal line, ready to return this one. Filming ready to punt this one. Clean snap. It is a nice end over end kick. It's going to be returnable. He's going to bring it to the near sideline. And what a phenomenal job by the Tigers special teams to come up with that. Number 32 of the Tigers. That's DeCrecchio. Nick DeCrecchio flying down the field. Takes a great angle on, um, on the kick returner. And goes at his knees and brings him down. An excellent, excellent coverage play by Marple Newtown. Springfield went to block that punt. Filming stayed calm, cool, and collective. Got it off. And, uh, you know, it was a, a bullet of a, of a punt. But Nick DeCreco runs down that field and makes a great play. Marple Newtown's defense now has to hold here and preserve this victory. The Crecchio had a huge tackle. It's going to spot the ball in the 10-yard line for Finelli in this Cougar offense. He's going to be looking to his right. He's going to throw it down the field, nearly intercepted by Marcus Weathers in and out of his hands. Marcus wish he had that one back. It was, it was almost intercepted again by Abel Hoff on the tip, but a great defensive play there by Marple. And if Marcus gets that one from this vantage point, that's six points. Second down and 10, a minute 40 on the clock. Three more down for the Cougars. Put Snipes in motion. Finale looking to his right. He's going to come back to his left. He's going to throw it. He's going to have a wide receiver. That's Long who comes down with it. But he's not going to pick up the first down. The clock continues to run. It's going to be third down in about a yard. They're hurrying on the ball here. 120 and counting left. Finale puts Snipes in motion. It's going to be a false start because nobody was in motion and the offensive line moved. And that, that's what happens when you have to hurry up, get on the ball. People don't get set. That will stop the clock initially, but more importantly, it's going to move them back, make it third down and six. And as soon as the, this ball is placed, they're going to start the clock up. Now, you have a player in Carmen Christiana all the way back at the safety position, about 20 yards off the ball, playing the safety over the top. Finelli comes out, shotgun formation, looking to his left. He's going to decide to throw it over the middle. He is going to be over the middle. That's going to be Long on the reception. He's going to be hit by Carmen Christiana, but not before the first down. Long is a tough player for Springfield, and he hauls that in and takes a big licking by Carmen Christiana, but keeps it. Keeps good possession and picks up a first down as Springfield clocks it here. Springfield with Fana. That's going to be a spike with 56 seconds. Second down and 10. So that'll stop the clock. 56 and a half seconds, Dave. Marble's defense trying to come up big once again this season and in this game. See if the pass rush can generate something with Noah Turner. It's going to be a high snap. 
He's going to be looking to over the middle. That's going to be incomplete along the Tiger sideline. Third down of 51 seconds. Marple Newtown leads 9-3. to So it's going to be third down here. Marple Newtown defense has to get off the field. Two downs to go. If you're the secondary, are you telling everyone over the top, don't let the big play happen? Yeah, you can't let the big play happen. You'll give them crossing routes. But don't let the big play happen. Let's see if the defense line can get some they pass rush. Apply pressure coming up the middle. Finelli throws it over the middle. Too tall for a long. And is nearly intercepted by Carmen Christiana. Christiana was in good field, good position there to intercept that. Just hops short on him. And it's going to bring up fourth down and ball game for the Tigers. Trying to extend their record to 6-0 and on the season. Fourth down and 10 for Fidelli and the Cougars. This is a classic Delaware County showdown. Defensive battle. Four wide receivers set. Finelli gets the snap. He's looking to his right. He's going to roll out. He is going to throw the ball. That's going to be a flag. They're going to throw an intentional grounding, and that will be the ball game. Guess who? The Wolfpack comes up with a huge play. Noah Turner and Kyle Kelly apply pressure on Finelli. He has nowhere to go, and he has to just throw it away. Intentional grounding. That's going to do it with 41 seconds to go, Dave. What a great game by both teams, but Marple Newtown defense is the story of this game. Absolutely. You took the words right out of my mouth. The defense applied the pressure. We're great the entire game, only allowing three points. So they come off last week. This defense has been the story of the season. They're particularly 6-0 because of this defense. You said the defense coming in the game only allowing six points per game in their first five games. Has another excellent outing as they remain not giving up one point in the fourth quarter of this season, which is huge if you think about it. And Marlboro Newtown's going to defeat Springfield for the first time since 2009. Eric, what do you see on that defensive front? They did a great job getting after them. Just unbelievable tonight. Unbelievable. Just the wolf pack just comes through again. Just fierce. Just up the middle. Just everything. Shutting everything down. I, I think it was huge. They got a chance to face a backup quarterback as well. But other, they were great tonight. I mean, just anytime they needed a big play, they got it. And now they're 6-0. and How great is that? I got a feeling the player of the game is going to be players, and that's going to be the wolf pack. That defensive line, I mean, it's not... Game in and game out, they apply pressure in such big situations, whether it's the end of the first half, as teams are trying to try to get some points on the board, or it's towards the end of the fourth quarter. Noah Turner has come up huge, as well as Kyle Kelly this season, and others. You can't forget about Lazowicki, McEwen, and they can't wait to get back Matt Trainer, who might be back next week. Paletti takes a knee. They're going to have to take one more knee to seal the deal as Abelhoff is standing on the 30-yard line just playing prevent. And you can't forget about Rankin, Mike Miller, Tobin, others on that defensive line that contribute to this team. And they're going to line up on that 50-yard line. Marple Newtown goes 6-0. and Remains perfect this season, but Springfield, I'll tell you what, they came ready to play. They gave Marlboro Newtown a run for their money tonight. Great job by this team. They're going to win some football games going forward. A little slow start this season, but uh, they they are a tough team. You don't want to see them 
coming down the stretch if you're in the Central League. Marvel Newtown goes 6-0. That will do it from Springfield, Pennsylvania. The Tigers defeat the Cougars 9-3. We'll step aside. You are listening to Marvel Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. That will do it from Springfield, Pennsylvania. Tigers go to 6-0 and after a 9-3 to battle in the Central League, Steve. An excellent, excellent ball game here. Started off a little late due to lightning in the area. Thank God the storm did pass by. It was still wet out there. Both teams did a good job of holding on to the ball. Not many turnovers. I believe one turnover each for both teams. Interceptions by both quarterbacks. But defenses on both sides of the ball came ready to play. In the end, Marple Newtown's defense is the story of the game for the sixth game in a row. They come up huge when this team needs them. Offense fought, and then, I mean, the drive of the game, plays of the game, was that fourth quarter drive. Ball game was tied 3 3. They had a few third down conversions they had to, they had to convert on to keep this drive going. A fourth down conversion, a few, you know, botch plays. They improvised, they picked up their first down. It was such a gutsy performance by this offense, and then also by the defense on the other side of the ball. Great job by Marple Newtown as they go 6-0, and go back home for homecoming next week as Conestoga comes in. Eric, what did you take away from the game? Definitely not the prettiest win tonight, but the defense was unbelievable. And any time you go on the road in these conditions and get a win, it, it's sweet. Boys, it gets, especially against a quality opponent like Springfield, who won this league last year. So, you know, offense wasn't great. They had some big plays in the first half and then that great drive in the fourth. But, you know, the defense carried them again. And, you know, let's, let's hope they can continue. They're fired up over there. It's a good win tonight with these conditions being as bad as they were. Thank you, Eric. It was a great game. Jim, final thoughts? Well, we'll be back at uh, Marple Newtown next week, as you said, Dave, and it's homecoming. And uh, I know that we're, we'll be having also a special benefit for uh, a Marple Newtown student that's uh, going through an illness. And, uh, and there'll be, you know, a special, uh, obviously, with uh, breast, cancer, breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, there's obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're raising awareness with, uh, with all cancers. So I know there'll be so, a special... Uh, presentation and 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 uh, the game will be um, uh, will be will be in honor of uh, this uh, Marble Newtown student undergoing treatment, but uh, homecoming and uh, an opportunity to go seven and zero on your home turf. It's going to be hopefully a packed house at Crozier Keystone Stadium. Dave and Steve, absolutely, Jim. As Marble Newtown goes six and zero for the first time 
in the past 30 years. Next week, the Marple Newtown Tigers will host the Pioneers of Conestoga High School on the campus of Marple Newtown High School with a 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday, October 16th in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and can be heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics and on Instagram at MNTigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentima, head football coach, dean of students, and athletic director Chris Gicking. Spotter in the booth, Tommy Peel. Engineer and executive producer, Jim Allsman. I'm Dave DePasco from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by The Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, My Way Entertainment, DZO Mechanical, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, Sprawl Lanes, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Bryn Mar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MN Tigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network Appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!